This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 586 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com for a world of choices in equestrian shopping. Greetings, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Reese Kofler Stanfield, international dressage competitor. Reese is a young and upcoming star in dressage here in the U.S. and a popular coach and clinician. Her students are dressage enthusiasts as well as event riders who are out to improve their dressage scores as well as their overall performances. Today's tip, training do's and training don'ts. But first, a word about today's sponsor, EquestrianCollections.com. When dedicated equestrians need quality name-brand products for themselves, their horses, or their stables, they go to EquestrianCollections.com. Why, you may ask? Because of the astounding variety of top name-brand products that can be found there. EquestrianCollections.com knows that you want products that you can count on, and they have thousands of them available at competitive prices. And they don't stop there. You can also take advantage of savvy shopper email programs, rider reward programs for your stable or club, and even sign up for special unlimited shipping. No matter whether you jump in the meter 15 classes, chase equitation points all the way to Congress or to the Nationals, or just enjoy Big Sky Country aboard your horse, EquestrianCollections.com has the name brand products and great service that you need to help you enjoy your horse time to the fullest. Visit them today, EquestrianCollections.com. Now, enjoy today's tip. And I'd love to welcome Reese Kofler-Stanfield, our favorite Lexington, Kentucky dressage champion, to Horse Tip Daily again. What sort of a wonderful tip have you got for us today? So, Jennifer, today we're going to talk about some training do's and don'ts. Ooh, I know. Do this, this, don't do that. Yeah, do this, don't do that. This is a a big one. Um, uh, But I would say... The biggest thing that I see when I see riders go to train their horse or or go work their horse, um, you know, at home, even if they're not having a lesson, I'm always kind of have a half an eye on them to see what they're doing. <laughs> That's the instructor so, in you. I know. Can't I just stop can't watching. stop. I just can't sit in my you know sit in my chair or walk around and I'm teaching someone, but I just can't not say something. But the biggest thing that I see is people don't have a plan. Uh-huh. This is a big one. I bet you people weren't expecting to hear that. No, I know. Oh, they do this with their hands, do that with their heels. Yeah. It, they don't have a plan. They don't have a plan. Just get on a ride. Yeah, just get on a ride. And sometimes that's okay. We have yak and hack days where people go out and have a great time. But when you're in the ring, you know, you always, well, even when you're on a horse in general, you, you're always training a horse. Even oh, if Yes. Or they're training you. Yeah. And, and actually, they're better trainers than we are, really, yeah. at the end of the day. We all know that. Um, but uh, well, even on days that we're hacking, you know, you still have to make sure your horse is in front of your leg and that you have a relatively decent contact. So, yeah, I'm, I'm when, even when we're hacking, I'm still wanting that for my horse. I can see it now. You look at the dry erase board <laughs> at Maple Crest Farm, and it says um, Thunder. Uh, Thunder's going to work <laughs> on lateral work today. And then at 10.15, uh, Reese has a lesson with Suzette. <laughs> and then at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, um, Road Apple 
and Fizzle are going out for a yak and hack. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so going to say on the dry erase. You floor. never know. <laughs> Everyone likes the yak and the hack. It's a pretty popular one. That's awesome. The yak and hack. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah, they're fun. But uh, but I really like to tell people when you're riding by yourself, you know, hopefully when you're with an instructor, they have a plan for they you. They have a plan. Yeah, yes. They should have Sign a plan. Sign of a good instructor. Sign they, good, have a plan. they have a plan. <laughs> a short-term and a long-term yeah. plan. So for sure. But when you ride by yourself, you know, you have to remember you have three different phases of your work. And again, you know, I'm, I'm a dressage instructor and I coach a bunch of eventers, but still they're doing their dressage lesson. And so we want to talk about, you know, that you have your three different phases, your warm up, your actual period of time where you're working and your cool down phase. So with that in mind, you know, you have to have a plan for your warm up, and hopefully you've sort of developed that plan over time. It depends on the horse, uh, you know, do 10 minutes of walk or don't go right to canter or don't trot maybe canter mm-hmm. you know those are depends things. on the horse yeah. and the rider what Can, they need exactly now the warm-up is mm-hmm. both a physical warm-up for mm-hmm. the horse and the rider you want yep. to get everything loose and soft and supple and get all that circulation going absolutely but it's also the mental warm-up you got it so that the horse and the rider can get focused and because i think a lot of people will tend to focus and stress on the physical aspects of warm-up and completely forget about the mental aspect of warm up. Yep. So many times I've I've um, started a lesson with somebody and it's like, "Hello, yeah, are you oh, home? I, absolutely. Have you processed anything your horse just did for the past twenty five minutes? Because they get sure. into a warm up routine, right? And it becomes so routine that they're mentally numb to it. Yeah. Yep. So what it becomes is just drilling the horse yeah, rather absolutely. than really warming them up. Yeah, and you spend so much time and energy. I mean, a lot of horses, you know, we have some horses in training, they only have a half an hour, you know, when they come in fitness-wise and, mm-hmm. and mental capacity or whatever right. it is. Yeah, mental capacity. You know, that I mean, would be the thoroughbred. Yeah, yeah, that would be the thoroughbred. A lot of my event horses, you know, they have a lot of go in there, but only a certain amount of time. Yes. So you're absolutely right. And I see a lot of my riders that come in, you know, and they're thinking about what's going on at home or their children or their husband or at work. And so you really have to say, okay, I need to take all that aside. And in my warm up, I'm going to warm up him physically. And I'm going to, I'm also going to, it's a good time to formulate your plan. Yes. For the work, exactly. for the next phase, yes. which is working. Which is working. And, and that phase can be, uh, let's say, for example, I want to work on uh, leg yields in the trot. And then let's say counter canner. And those are my two things I want to work on with my horse. So, you know, in your head, you should have developed some sort of how am I going to develop the leg yield? Um, and then you sort of go through that plan, and, and that may be that you work on some turn on the forehands, then you do some leg gilding toward the wall, then you make the angle a little bit steeper, and then, you know, you give your horse a break, and then you go to your counter can you know, your canter mm-hmm. work and getting ready so for counter So the working phase of your ride um, – would you typically have learning a new skill set? Obviously, that would be in the working phase of your sure, ride. Sure. But would you also, in the same um, segment, would you put reinforcing currently acceptable tasks in the same work as you would new? Sure. For example, you had yeah. a horse that really didn't have much of a clue about a leg yield was mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Would you also put um, 
canter transitions, which he's pretty darn good at. Mm-hmm. He can do get trot to mm-hmm. canter on a pretty good basis. Mm-hmm. Would you combine those two into the same work session, or was that going to depend a little bit on the horse? It's going to depend on the horse, but I, I, you know, I understand what you're saying, and that is like, don't pile it. Right. When are you piling in too much? Well, I think you you have to read your horse a little bit, and you know, again, level of fitness, a level of understanding. Uh, some horses are great at remembering the day before. And some horses aren't as good at nope. remembering the day before. Are there any red flags that are going to fly up in the air if you are consistently putting too much into your horse's work phase? Yeah. Um, pitting the ears, tail ringing, just generally irritated behavior. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, again, you need to think about that from your horse. And mm-hmm. and I like to say, let's say we're working on leg yields, for example. I want to see them do it well twice. Mm-hmm. Just in general, that maybe three times in my mind. Mm-hmm. Once they've done it well, two or three times, or they're getting the concept or whatever you're doing, then I move on to something else. Oh, this is very good yes. because so many times, again, you see yeah. people drilling. You, drilling. you have the horses like new skill set. Woohoo, we're going to figure right. out what legula is. And they get it right. And then the rider goes, Oh, this is so cool. I can get it. And then they do it and do it and do it and do it right. and do it and do it. And either mentally or physically or both yeah the horse will start to go now wait a minute sure so you have to be in the um modern parlance recognize the try sure he made his best darn effort no that's yep. not a 10 leg yield sure but this is his first day doing leg yeah, yields and probably. doggone it that was pretty good three times in a row yeah let's go over here and start doing and our canter transitions because he's pretty established at that and we just need to practice Exactly. I mean, I think that's what you want to do is you really want to read your horse. And I think about because uh, I have to personal trainer at the gym and I go to the gym. And, you know, when you. Does he make you work too hard? Oh, gosh. Oh, you know, but again, he has this very clear plan. You know, I come in, I ride the bike for five minutes and then we start our work. And he, he's happy if I go through it three times and then we do our stretching phase. But there are some times I just can't do it three times or I can't do it on the third time for 20 repetitions he's got to back it down to 15 repetitions mm-hmm. and i can complain which of course i do at the gym uh and in some of that complaining he's going to say no you've got to push through so it. you're pinning your ears and swatting your tail absolutely and sometimes the trainer can say no come on and sometimes he has to say and sometimes i say i can't i just can't do 20 repetitions of that so as the trainer he has to be able to recognize when the human is whining and yes. when the human genuinely needs to do a little less. Yeah. And, and I a, think that's our job as riders and trainers. And, yeah. uh, you know, trainer, anytime we ride our horse, we are our horse's trainer. We may also have a trainer, but we are not. And we are the rider and trainer. And so we really do need to listen. Like, it, is the horse tired? You know, we need to respect that. Or is is the horse not tired? Am I not riding well today? Yep. Or I'm not, um, you know, I'm not mentally there. I think we've mm-hmm. all been there. And I, even myself as a trainer, there are days, you know, when I have 30 people in the farm and I'm being tugged in 15 directions. And sometimes I can't mentally wrap around what I need to get that horse to do. Yep. And I need to say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to go to something new today. I'm just going to work on maybe more suppling or more things that I would do in the warm-up phase instead mm-hmm. of really pushing something new. You have to be willing to change the plan Yeah, that we yeah. talked about in sure. that other tip. Yeah, exactly. Play, you know, Your plan is your most important thing at the end of the day, but every good school teacher or every good teacher can vary the plan. And, and it's okay sometimes to say, this is not going the way I need it to go. Uh, maybe I need to step back or let's just take a walk break, take a, take a deep breath and figure out, you know, what, what am I doing wrong? 
kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, so we've we've managed to make it through <laughs> the work phase of mm-hmm. our ride without getting chucked on the ground. Hopefully. <laughs> and without the horse spooking at the machinery outside the arena. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing that the cooling down mm-hmm. is what's next. Yeah, and cooling down, especially for a dressage horse now, uh, in training level test one, there is a stretchy trot circle. And, oh, everybody's favorite. Uh, it's the favorite. And some horses love it and some horses don't. And some four-year-olds really can't do it yet. But, you know, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the voice of experience yeah, right there. Exactly. <laughs> it's just not happening. But uh, that stretchy trot, I, I like to stretch for sure in the trot and for sure in the walk. Um, if it's an educated enough horse, uh, stretching can happen in the canter. You have to be able to keep the horses up in the shoulder so they don't fall down. But... Uh, Working on stretchy trot circles uh, are great, and serpentine loops, uh, and then a walk like you would walk in the test, like a free walk. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the time to work on that. It's also the time, sometimes I'll take the horses outside. Obviously, today it was uh, 20 degrees here and blowy, windy. Yeah, 40 mile an hour winds really all cold. day. All day long. long. And so we did not take the horses out on the trail ride. <laughs> and uh, But, you know, sometimes that's a great time to, you know, add in an extra 20 minutes and walk up and down the hills or take a, a you know, mm-hmm. a walk. We have a loop around uh, the farm that we all go walking on. And so each horse will go out there and, and get a little rest. So, so it's the cool down. Just like the first two phases of the ride, mm-hmm. physically and mentally yep. cooling off. So if your Absolutely. horse and the rider both appreciate out of doors it's yeah. a great mental it's reward great. absolutely if your horse despises going for a hack then perhaps not a good idea not, yeah. <laughs> not a hacking kind of a guy yeah, exactly maybe walking on a loose rein in the arena over right. some ground poles would be a fun thing to do perfect but perfect. it lets him cool off mentally as well as physically yeah it's going, yeah. oh isn't this pleasant goody yeah we want them to enjoy that and so they don't go right to the barn and right to getting cleaned up and they have that nice oh riding isn't such a hard deal exactly Aww. we want happy horses we want happy 40s and then you can have a candy bar while you do that and the horse can have a couple of carrots <laughs> i'm gonna try and skip the candy bar maybe a diet coke but my horse will definitely carrot get some sugar yeah i'll have some carrot sticks carrot for everybody for all there we go <laughs> exactly well handy dandy tips for the three phases of anybody's given work um great tip again reese you're welcome thanks we'll see you next time okay <laughs> Boy, I could go for that candy bar right now, but then the carrot sticks are better. All right, a happy medium, celery sticks and Nutella. That's what's coming up next. To listen to all of Reese's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop-down menu on the left. You can also go to the Maplecrest Farm website and see what Reese and the gang are up to. Just go to maplecrestfarmky.com. Don't forget to support our sponsors on Horse Tip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been EquestrianCollections.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like us to cover on the show. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then... Go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 